0: super talk mississippi media production
1: toyota brookhaven services all makes and models that could be why we were voted best service department the past two years come see why exit 40 brookhaven or online at twitterbrookhaven.com great service great savings at toyota brookhaven we deliver
2: howdy howdy it's rhino here and i wanted to say thank you for listening to middays with gerard gibbert here on super talk mississippi
3: morning to you and welcome to Middays on Supertalk Mississippi Live in the Element Wealth Studios on this Wednesday. Dave Hughes back in the chair again. Rhino over in the booth. How you doing this morning, buddy? Howdy, howdy. You look all perky today.
2: I got a uh, longer night's sleep than I was expecting because apparently the time change caught up with me a day late and I crashed out about 8 o'clock last night. That's not a bad thing. Well, I mean when you have to wake up at 4.30 because, well, that's about all the sleep you're going to get? See, I don't have that problem.
3: Once I get to sleep, I will sleep until, well, I have to get up for one reason or another. I don't just wake up and go, well, that's it, tank's full. (laughs) I I can sleep until, well, until, and just leave it at that. A lot of stuff happening around, uh, of course, uh, the Ukrainian president, uh, Vladimir Zelensky. Uh, spoke to congress this morning over a live zoom connection uh, and it it was pretty powerful speech and hopefully we can grab some audio from that at some point and listen to it he did most of it with a translator and then towards the end actually did it in english and made his appeals to congress and from what i understand got a standing ovation before and after his remarks which is pretty interesting now uh breaking news that just broke we were talking about it out in the front lobby just a second ago huge
2: earthquake over in Japan. Oh yeah, there were actually two earthquakes that rattled the region that you've probably heard about because of a tsunami and a nuclear reactor, the Fukushima region. They had alleged or not allegedly, they had a an earthquake that was north of 5 on the magnitude and then shortly thereafter had a bigger one at 7.3. Mm. They do have a tsunami warning out. Uh, They don't expect for there to be any tsunami impact on the western coast of the United States, but it is a possibility. But there is also the threat of a tsunami in the same area that had a tsunami that led to the meltdown. So we will see what uh, safety measures have been put in place since. That reactor, is, uh, is it back up and
3: running? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think so, but it's still got the nuclear material in there. There are still problems there. Yeah, I mean, now. they've been doing cleanup ever since. Yeah, so this this is probably not going to help that. 7.3, that will do some major damage over there. So they're, they're, they've got their hands full right now over in Japan. They're not paying attention to much else that's going on. Yesterday... I just want to get to this because, as you know, there is a trend. There is a historical trend. You can track this. If you go back over the last few years, Rhino and I get off on weird conversations and then they turn out to be relevant. And full disclosure, we have no idea they're going to be relevant when we're having these stupid conversations. But this is why you can't stick to just straight line, just the facts, because sometimes it allows you to, you know, have a broader perspective yesterday we were talking about how close russia is to alaska it's right there
2: and if you follow their logic for why they invaded ukraine ie it used to be russia's it has resources they want so they just take it by that logic what's to stop them from wanting to take alaska Well, absolutely nothing, because yesterday,
3: after we got done with the show, after we were done talking about this, and some people kind of rolling their eyes and going, oh, come on, no, that's never going to happen. Well, a member of the Russian parliament went on Russian television and demanded that as reparations for the huge sanctions we have imposed upon them, uh, that the United States needs to return Alaska to Russia. We were just talking about this yesterday. Hadn't seen that story, didn't know about it. And now here we are. The first step, Russia has asked, well, demanded, that we return Alaska and Fort Ross, California, to that. I don't know what they're going to do with Fort Ross.
2: It's the only geographical claim they have in North America because it's their failed colony. Yeah. Because... That's, that's the reason Russia sold Alaska to the U.S. is because for about 100 years, if not longer, they tried to colonize the western coast of the United States, or what is now the United States, what is now North America, because they, or what is now the United States, because they hit Alaska and then came down and tried in Oregon, didn't quite work out, so they moved on down to California and set up a fort. And that didn't work out either. And it didn't work for them because it was too far away from home and they couldn't self-sustain
3: the supply chains were non-existent you think they're bad now they were horrible then so they have this this guy and again this isn't just some pundit that's on there screaming on tv it's it's not the russian version of alex jones this is an elected member of the russian parliament who went on tv demanding that we give them alaska and fort ross back now this is a symbolic thing don't get me wrong I'm not saying this is going to be a serious discussion, but the fact that it came up, and as Rhino drew the parallels between the situation with Ukraine and the situation with Alaska, there's a lot of similarities there.
2: And if you buy into the climate alarmists that are saying we're not going to have any ice on the North Pole and it's going to be a... New deep water passage that can travel on the Northwest Passage and use that as a shipping lane. If you follow that logic and you look into the future, the 30 to 50 years they're saying it could happen in, Alaska becomes a lot bigger deal. Yeah. Yeah. Alaska all of a sudden becomes more
3: easily habitable. They have an insane amount of natural resources there.
2: It's and they're already a huge shipping hub as far as international shipping because it's just quicker to go to Anchorage, have a fly, have a stopover, fuel up, and keep going wherever you're going. As we established yesterday,
3: the distance between Russia and Alaska, 55 miles. So it's not like they're going to have to make a big long trip to get there. It's a short ferry ride. To get there, if they ever decide that, and this—if you would have asked me a month ago if we were having this conversation, I would say, boy, we were having a silly show that day, weren't we? No, this—this is actual, real stuff going on that we have to. You can't just laugh it off and go on about your business, because if we've figured out anything over the last month, month and a half, it's that Putin has apparently. Not only fallen off his rocker, the rocker has been demolished and repurposed as shelving in the den. There is no rocker anymore. You don't know what he's going to do now. And they're not helping by backing this up with official claims from Parliament. So I just, I just wanted to lead with that and say when we go off on a weird tangent, stick with us. You never know what's going to come out of it. From the C Spire text line, Louis from the 662, I hope we kept our receipt for Alaska. How far under the couch cushions is that receipt by now? You've got to have paperwork somewhere,
2: right? Russia would still come up with some argument. Like the, their, their analogy would be, yeah, it'd be like you bought a coat and then found a gold bar in the pocket. We want that gold bar back. Well, you've got to understand, this uh, this purchase deal, uh, it
3: was signed with a pen with blue ink, which makes it legally invalid. It would have had to have been black ink. So, therefore, we're going to take it back now. Thank you. Right? From the 601, Russia wants Alaska. Biden has no idea because he's asleep. David, I'm the res. Let's give him California and call it even. Certain parts of California, Southwest California, yeah, I'm right there with you. Been to L.A., they can have it. Northern part of California is actually nice, and might I add, the northern part of California is very conservative. Politically.
2: California has double the GDP of all of Russia.
3: So, it's more likely California would invade and take over Russia than the other way around at this point. From the 662, I didn't know Putin was a fan of y'all's show. Thanks for giving him more ideas. You have no idea the reach of the superdog Network. And apparently neither do we. Might have to watch that. Hopefully Biden doesn't give Alaska back the way Obama gave millions to Iran without anyone knowing. Well, he's. Uh, I, I'm not sure if he's made the announcement yet or not. But after Zelensky's speech this morning, the plan was Biden was going to come out and announce another $800 million going to Ukraine in aid, which takes it up over a billion. Now that we've sent, so the the, the money is already flowing in that direction, and. You're going to have to walk a long, hard, hot mile to find somebody that's against that right now. That is the popular, well, that is the second most popular move you could make on Capitol Hill. What's the most popular move? We'll talk about that in a minute. As we can, Rhino knows exactly what I'm going with, too. We'll do that when we come back here on Middays in the Element Wealth Studios on Super Talk Mississippi. Keep it here.
4: Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway
0: 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com.
5: Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at Majestic
6: America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Outlander at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Get high style without the high price. Plus, an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive once a day starting at $26,095. And get up to $3,500 over book value for the trip. During the spring sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, get thunderstruck. MSRP based on Outlander ES2WD. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. Important restrictions and rules apply to your retailer for limited warranty and more details
7: MorganStone.com.
9: Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi, a statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits.
6: When you partner with RJ Young for your business printing needs, you get the RJ Young difference, superior service, in-house leasing option, and a we-make-it-right guarantee. Choose RJ Young for your HP-wide format equipment and supplies needs. Print with confidence and trust HP Original Supplies for consistent, uninterrupted printing. To learn more about our office equipment and technology, visit rjyoung.com slash printers. RJ Young partners with the best printer manufacturers like HP to offer you the best technology solutions that power your business.
10: Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point three. Check it out. Let's do this. The talk
0: that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert.
8: Let's get on
0: with it on Super Talk Mississippi.
5: Welcome back.
3: One Hip Wonder Wednesday continues. I thought going into the break was bad. Do you have this plotted on a downward
2: curve? Uh, it's more like a roller coaster. It goes up and down. It has its highs and lows. More of a sine wave. Yeah. yeah perfect. Here's your sine wave.
3: Um, now, we were talking before the break uh, about... Russia wanting Alaska back. I can't even say it with a straight face. It's hilarious uh, in the extreme. And I was talking about Zelensky's address and the new aid that's being sent to the Ukraine. And I said it was the second most popular thing on Capitol Hill. Apparently the most popular thing is the idea to lock us into daylight savings time forever because quick check – when was the last time anything passed unanimously in the United States Senate? I don't think they have had a motion to adjourn that passed unanimously up there. That doesn't exist. Cindy Hyde-Smith, one of the people that put this bill together, the and the, the Washington trend continues. It's called the Daylight Protection Act. Okay, can I just stop swapping my clocks back and forth, or in the case of the car radio, have the clock be accurate for a full 12 months of the year instead of just the six? Because half the time I don't reset it when we change, I just wait in six months, it's going to be right again, so why bother? It's too much energy, it's too, mu- too much effort. Uh, so that passed unanimously, which would make you think it's got a real good chance in the house... They haven't scheduled a vote yet. Right. They'll probably try to use this as some kind of bargaining chip, somebody will. And then it goes to the president's desk and if they can, you know, get the pen right side up in his hand when they pre- place it there, he can scribble on it, his signature, and then I believe the way the bill is written, it wouldn't go into effect until next year.
2: So we'd still have another fallback and then one last spring forward.
3: Yeah. Next March, we would spring forward and... Stay sprung. It would stick. We would be permanently sprung unless we go
2: the way of Russia. You were talking about that before the show. Russia did this very same thing. I want to say it was 2010 or 2011, and it caused so much grief and backlash from the public in Russia that they switched to standard time. And I want to say it was 2014, and they've been on Standard Time since. Personally, at first
3: blush, I don't care. Let's just make it stick one place or the other and do away with this, and we'll all adjust and get used to it. Uh, Honestly, I'm kind of more of a fan of daylight savings time, where we're at now for the long run. Yeah, it's going to be dark earlier in the morning. I don't get up early. Unless I have to. And when I have to get up early, I get up before the sun comes up, no matter what time we're in. So it makes no difference to me whatsoever. I'm not the person to ask, I think. But if it was me, yeah, let's stick with daylight savings time and then move forward. Unanimously, it passed in the Senate. Unanimously. I'm just going to keep saying that because I haven't been able to say that in years. Is that a sign, do you think of how popular the idea is or is that a sign of the fact that nobody on capitol hill really cares they just wanted to get it off and move
2: on or is it a mixture of the two i think it could be a happy coincidence mixture of the two where you had just enough malaise towards the the issue to where people were just like yeah yeah just just whatever yeah then you have some people that were like please please can we just stick with one just let's just stick with one
3: And that has been the popular sentiment for a while. We've talked about it on the show over the years. Can we do away with this? Well, apparently we can. We're halfway there. I say halfway. There's three steps. Senate has to pass it. House has to pass it. President has to sign it. Really, it's only two steps. Senate and the House. The President, who knows?
2: We got one in favor on the C Spire text line. Nina in Grenada says everybody's mailman would love an extra hour of daylight in winter. Yes, definitely.
3: There's a lot of people that it will benefit. Mo says, I'm not a fan of taking the granddaughter to school before sunrise in January. That's the downside, but that lasts for what, two, three months at the most? And you get those other nine glorious months where you don't have a problem.
2: And you got to remember, the whole concept of moving the clocks around started as a satirical idea from our favorite polymath, Ben Franklin himself. He wrote a letter to an editor joking about how we needed to change, how we, we structured our days, and we needed to wake up earlier to get more sunshine. That's how the the ball got rolling. How many times did he make a
3: joke and then a few years later went, I have got to start keeping my mouth shut? (laughs) It just happened over and over, didn't it? (sighs) Well, and the situation has changed. We've talked about this. The reasons why it was a good idea at one point don't apply to the same level now as they did then.
2: Oh, yeah, I mean, you go back to Ben Franklin's day, that was long before we had an industrialized agrarian society that really needed that extra hour. Yeah, and now not so much. We we Agriculture
3: is still hugely important, don't get me wrong. Still a lot of people doing it, but not to the same level, not the same percentage of the population are involved in agricultural pursuits now as they were back in Ben Franklin's day. So, or back
2: in the... Turn of the century when all this really started gaining momentum and took – I want to say it was turn of the 1900s, the first time it was actually implemented in America. I think so. I want to say it was just one or two little cities, and then it caught
3: fire. Here's my question, though. Paul and Perez touched on this this morning, but they didn't dig deep into it. As you know, Arizona does not recognize daylight savings time. They stay on standard time year-round. So does Hawaii. So, if this were to pass and be signed into law, would they be forced to jump to Daylight Savings Time? Because the, the bill that passed unanimously yesterday would lock us into Daylight Savings Time, which Arizona does not recognize and does not do. So either they're going to have to change their state law and the way they do things, with the clocks there, or Arizona will then be permanently one hour behind the rest of the country on their clocks. One or the other will have to happen if this passes and goes through. That's a state issue, I think, at that point. That's my other question. If this passes, since Arizona and Hawaii are proof positive that you know states can opt out of it, they are in control of it, do the states all automatically go along with this if it's passed by Congress and signed by the president? Or will you have some states that will opt out on top of Arizona and then we've got a different problem? I want you to imagine it being 1029 in Mississippi, but it's 929 in Louisiana and it's 929 in Alabama. I'm not saying that's the way it would sort out, just as an example.
2: But, I mean, they already kind of have that in some parts of Arizona, because the state of Arizona doesn't recognize Daylight Savings. But the Navajo Nation, within the boundaries of Arizona, recognizes Daylight Savings.
3: And if I remember correctly, there's one location inside the Navajo Nation that doesn't. So there's actually three time zones within the state of Arizona during Daylight Savings time. It's like one of those nesting dolls. I almost called them what they are, which is Russian nesting dolls. But they are, we're talking about Russia enough. Let's not give them any good credit right now. Having said that, I got a text on the ceasefire text line from the 662. Said, this seems to be the problem. Putin threatening with nukes if someone intervenes with Ukraine and he gets away with it. What you going to do if he tries to take another country and threatens with nukes again? Let him get away with it again? Cut the head off the dang snake now from the C Spire text line. That's a big part of the problem. That's that's a big part of what makes this so complicated to work through. Because you really want to not start, you know, a nuclear catastrophe. But sooner or later you reach the point where enough is enough. I don't know. The Atlantic put out a story, by the way on that subject beginning of the week. This was the the text of their tweet. A nuclear war would kill tens of millions of people and would also prove disastrous for climate change. If the nukes are flying I'm not worried about the icebergs in Greenland. Sorry. That's the whole focus of the article. Yeah, you think it's bad because it's going to kill a lot of people. Imagine what it's going to do to climate change. We won't be here to notice. Severe lack of priorities. We will continue on Middays in the Element Wealth Studios live on a Wednesday here on Super Talk Mississippi. Keep it here.
11: you mm-hmm.
12: Miskelly Money Days.
14: Shop today
5: and save up to $300 instantly.
12: Then
14: receive up to $500 in Miskelly Money to spend on your next visit. For a
5: total savings of up to $800.
14: It's a whole new level of savings.
5: Plus, with 60 months financing, you can keep your cash because there's no money down required. Save now and save again during Skelly Money Days. Up to $800 off are already low prices. Miskelly
15: Money Day At all Kelly
10: locations. Love, It's not the problem, right guys? It's shopping for that diamond. How do I know I'm not getting ripped off? I just want my money's worth.
16: Give us just 10 minutes at Jennifer Jewelry Company and you'll have the knowledge and confidence you need to buy her the most beautiful diamond. And if she doesn't say, wow, this is the most beautiful diamond I've ever seen, bring it back for a full refund. I'm John Ravenstein. And I'm Corey Ravenstein. And we are Mississippi's direct diamond importer. With ten times the selection of diamonds you'll find in average jewelry stores. You see, the world's finest diamond cutters come to us. So there's no one else between you and your diamond. We guarantee the best price in the state. Here's our promise. Give her a Junikers diamond. And you'll not only get your money's worth. You'll also get wow.
0: Juniker Jewelry Company. Mississippi's direct
5: diamond importer.
0: From anywhere in Mississippi,
5: we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in
6: Madison, and online at junikerjewelry.com. Juniker Jewelry, because love can't wait.
15: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. In response to record inflation and gas prices, Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman wants lawmakers to cut the gas tax for at least six months. Senator Jeremy England agrees it's a good
17: idea. It gives us six months to test the theory of if we cut taxes on one end, you know, say if we cut taxes outside at the pump, is that going to lead to an increase in revenue with people going inside and shopping in the stores and sending that right back through in sales tax revenue? So, you know, it's a six-month uh, probationary period that we can look at. And, and, you know, if it does that, we can say, hey, what else can we cut? The Senate and
15: House both want to provide tax relief to Mississippians but remain far apart on how to make that happen. Southern Miss baseball kicks off a four-game homestead tonight. Head coach Scott Barry says the bats will have to heat up for the Golden Eagles to bounce back after being swept by Dallas Baptist. We've played 16 games, and we've only scored double-digit runs one time. I'm Kelly Bennett.
0: Midday's with Gerard Gilbert. Welcome, welcome to our show on Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one.
3: Why do we keep trusting you with the bumper music? This is a valid question. Welcome back to the Element Wealth Studios here on Midday's Super Talk, Mississippi. From the ceasefire text line, let's split the difference and just move a half hour. That would mess up the world. I'm in. Just to watch the chaos that would ensue, I'm in. We'll spring forward half an hour next spring and then just stick it there. You think people are having trouble reprogramming their clocks now. You think people are late because of the time change now. Man, that's awesome. Uh, Jeff in Forest County says, uh, leave it be. Just leave it like it is and keep bouncing back and forth like a yo-yo with the daily time. We'll see. I'm, I'm watching this. We have some real hope on it now. I have to give full credit where credit is due on something, Rhino. What's that? I don't know if you heard. I, I am about to give a compliment. Now, I want to brace you for this. Do we have an alarm that we can sound or something? I'm about to give a compliment to Hillary Clinton. There is a first time for everything in this life, and this is mine. But... Got to give recognition when something good happens. I don't know if you saw, yesterday, Russia announced sanctions against a whole bunch of individuals. Which, again, is just lip service. It's doing nothing. President Biden doesn't have a bank account in Russia. I do find it interesting that despite all the protests during the campaign that, you know, Hunter Biden had nothing to do with anything over there, they put him on the list... Uh, also, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, uh, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, the National Security Advisor, the CIA Director, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. It's a long list. Also included in that list, for whatever reason, it's kind of suspicious, uh, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton has now had sanctions leveled against her by Russia because of what the current administration has done. Nothing about any of this makes sense. But I am going to give her full credit for, I think, probably the perfect response to that on Twitter when it was announced. She linked to the story and the list that had her name on it, and all she tweeted out, she said, I would like to thank the Russian Academy for this Lifetime Achievement Award. Full credit where it's due. That's a good one. I will give her credit for that and absolutely nothing else. But that was a good one.
2: I do have to have a little bit of fun at Russia's expense because of their lists of unfriendly nations and unfriendly actors. You remember when they released their list of unfriendly countries? Yeah. And they just so happened to include Taiwan on the list. Yeah. They recognized them as a
3: separate country. Uh oh. Well, we need we need we need to go delete that.
2: <laughs> but but they're supposed to be buddy buddy with China.
3: Yeah. Well, China, I'm still not sure how this is going to sort out. They're kind of leaning towards Russia. They're desperately trying to do the dance back and forth over the line and not appear to be taking sides in either direction. It's
2: because they can't afford to cut off the West's dollars or they will go into freefall. They are at a record high risk of default.
3: Yes. And this is a great example of how the market works because we talk about the threat of China all the time, which is very real. We talk about the problems China causes for our economy. We forget just how dependent other countries are on us. We, we for some reason, tend to gloss over that sometimes. And we're seeing that play out right now with Russia, because everybody else leveled sanctions on them, yeah. The one that really counted... The the, the ones that are stinging, that are really hurting, came from us. I'm sorry, Lithuania putting sanctions on Russia did not affect the ruble one bit. It affected no businesses there. It, It had no measurable impact whatsoever. We came out with our sanctions. Now they're in trouble. Russia, very close to default, right now they're they're having panic talks uh, apparently they're having talks about trying to pay out their debts in rubles which would be kind of like you trying to pay your taxes this year with confederate money i mean it's it's not really a viable way to go about it at this maybe point maybe closer to pocket lamp yeah i think you're right at this point go check under the the cushions uh so china China really wishes everybody would just forget they're there for a while right now. Now, behind the scenes, it might be a different story. And we'll be able to tell based on whether or not they actually pick up the phone and answer when Putin calls asking for aid. Because that's the discussion going on right now. That's going to kind of tip them off on one side or the other right there. They're not going to have a choice. They're being put in the position where they're going to have to pick a side sooner or later, and that can mean the difference in how this whole thing plays out. Right there. Hopefully, it plays out well. We'll see. Has anybody checked with Taiwan? How do they feel about this? Taiwan, you think China is trying to stay out of this. Taiwan is trying to desperately be the little church mouse in the corner scrunched up going, we're not here. Their, their, their current foreign policy is John Cena. You can't see me. And again, not really sure I blame them for that. If Oh, man. Ceasefire text line. If Congress is so powerful as to create an extra hour of daylight, maybe they might consider the Daylight Reduction Act less daylight, less global warming.
2: No, that was Bill Gates' idea. They were going to shoot a rocket up with chalk to block out part of the sun Yes. to reduce global warming. Yes. Makes perfect sense. Supposedly, it never got out of the uh, the planning phase because it's ludicrous. Because they used up all the chalk on the blackboard trying to write out the plan? That, and I'm pretty sure I've seen that movie, and it wasn't a very good movie. It was the sequel to The Highlander, (sighs) where they blocked out the sun and had all kinds of problems.
3: I I have heard they're rebooting that, by the way. Oh, no. Yeah, they're they're trying to reboot Highlander and do it again.
2: As much as I loved it the first time around, the movies and the series, I even played the trading card game. Don't, don't, don't bring it back.
3: Well, at this point, I'm sorry, it's a perfect example of what it was trying to be. You got Sean Connery in there. You, you You got the the story, you got the everything it was fantastic, and you know there can be only one, and we get to the end, and there's only one, and then the sequel came along and nope, nope, that turned out we had a few hidden back in the back in the cupboard. Let's go again, so let's not talk about the sequels, but let's just stop rebooting things. We talked about this yesterday. creativity has gone that, that that's not the commodity these days. <sighs> From the 662, I bet if Russian hackers took over the ones mentioned in the sanctions, it would be a quicker response than when they took over the pipeline. Well, the problem is Russian hackers can't keep everybody else from hacking them right now. They've got their own problems. Anonymous has gone in and hacked just about everything they've got. My favorite part of that was the response from Russia saying, this is an act of war. Everybody was like, by who? Who who are you going after? That that's the entire point of anonymous. Scott and Clinton. Daylight Protection Act, a bill to give the sun a helmet and a whoopee. Old Saul has had a rough year. We all have. Yes, yes, Moe's, exactly. He's talking to you. I'm reading your mail here, Rhino, but he said, Rhino, those are the same people who think we need to get rid of humans to save the planet.
2: Yes. Yeah, that was the flip side of the nuclear winter debate was, I don't think it was the Atlantic, I forget who put it out, probably the Huffington Post. It sounds like something they would put out where they said, nuclear winter wouldn't be that bad (laughs) if it reduces the population because we have too many people on the planet and it's causing global warming.
3: I uh, Here's the problem. How do you have a conversation with these people? You're not going to reason with them. You're not going to be able to use logic. You're not going to be able to appeal to them in any way that they are capable of processing. We are talking about the very real threat of a nuclear war. And we have an entire segment going, but, 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 but it's a degree warmer than it was 10 years ago. We need to be focused on that.
2: And it's still historically cooler than it was during ancient Rome. Yes. And they didn't have AC. No.
3: There were no carbon emissions. Well, except from the horses. Can't avoid that though. But you can't reason with them. So the only way to move forward with them, the only way to deal with that group in a logical way, is to ignore them and just go on about your business as best you can. Because you're not going to make any headway. You're not going to make any change in their outlook on anything. Element Wealth Studios, middays here on Super Talk, Mississippi. We continue next. Ooh, love.
5: Love. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, cloudy conditions, then mostly sunny, high near 68. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 47. Your Thursday, mostly sunny, high all the way up to 76. And for your finally Friday, early showers, then partly sunny, high near 71. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for the Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi
13: Richland.
10: Pilium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pilium. By improving business practices with technology driven solutions, Pilium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pilium.com.
9: Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits.
19: This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, May Cotton was up 101 to 119.61. 1961 July cotton was up 53 to 115.59. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade May soybeans were down eight and a quarter to sixteen fifty and a half per bushel. July soybeans were down ten and three quarters to sixteen twenty-five per bushel. May corn was down twenty-three and three quarters to seven thirty-four and a quarter per bushel. July corn was down twenty-two and a half to seven and three quarters per bushel. At the mercantile, June live cattle was up a nickel to 136.85. August live cattle was up 40 to 137.70. May feeders up 155 to 168.85. August feeders up 137 to 181.30. And at the open, the Dow Jones up 361 points, 33,905. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Hagger News Network.
12: you
2: We should act like we're
3: surfing I'm, I'm trying to ignore it I am really working hard You are outdoing yourself today, buddy It does fit, though The Ventures are known for Wipeout And not being known for anything else That's their two claims to fame, basically Element Wealth Studios on Middays is where we are talking to you from on this Wednesday. Uh, and hopefully, I, if we can right now, I don't know if we can grab some of the audio from uh, President Zelensky's address to Congress this morning.
2: Yeah, I've actually got a clip right here of when uh, he, he started speaking in English, so his translator dropped out. And uh, you'll you'll hear him speaking English, and then at the very end, he he gives the uh, Vlad Ukraine I think is what he says and then they translate that to glory to ukraine and then you get the round of applause but here i'll let you hear it just so you can hear it
20: yeah and as the leader of my niche i'm addressing the president biden you are the leader of the nation of your great nation i wish you to be the leader
10: of the world being the leader of the world means to be the leader of peace. Thank you. Love
8: Ukraine.
21: Glory to Ukraine.
2: And then 30 seconds of standing ovation.
3: Yeah. yeah, And they gave him a standing ovation right at the beginning as well. Uh, he has, from, from an optic standpoint, he has handled this really well. He has handled this as well as anyone could expect anyone to handle this kind of thing that's going on in Ukraine.
2: Although I did see one detractor that was been out of shape because he gave an address to Congress in a t-shirt. From a war zone. He's a little busy.
3: It was an army green t-shirt. He literally dropped off the call and picked his gun back up.
2: But yeah, that that's that shows you some people's priorities.
3: Yeah, well, everybody has such misplaced priorities. I, there is one thing about that particular part of it that quote uh, that he gave, where he asked President Biden to be the leader of the world. We talked about this briefly yesterday. That's part of the problem. He's not. Nobody is mustering to his call. Nobody is rallying rallying around. Uh, the, the a sound of alert from the President of the United States right now. To be fair, to give credit, he has done some good uh, participating in some of these coalitions and, and discussions and, and things. But at a statesman level, the highest level of statesmanship you can achieve, which is what this takes, what the presidency takes, I don't think we're there. I don't think we're close. So I agree with Zelensky and what he was asking. I'm just not sure that's in the cards.
2: Am I misreading this right now? No. I mean, the the one thing that Ukraine seems to be asking for is a no-fly zone. We can facilitate the transport of MiGs from countries that have them to Ukraine for their fighter pilots to use. We can send lethal armaments to them. We can send armor to them. But a no-fly zone means you put American pilots in harm's way to overlook the no-fly zone, to enforce the no-fly zone, and potentially to engage with Russian aviators in a no-fly zone. That's an escalation. And it's not an escalation that has any international legal framework behind it. Exactly. Because the non-binding agreement that was signed in the mid-90s when Ukraine gave up their nukes, or gave up Soviet nukes, they were assured by the world, including U.S., Britain, and Russia, that they wouldn't be invaded, but... We haven't used that as justification for escalation in 10 years that they've been fighting.
3: Yeah, so it would be a little out of place to suddenly pull that out and do it now. I have to wonder if a lot of the leaders and a lot of the, uh, the governments and militaries around the world are just waiting, hoping that Putin makes a misstep and, say, a missile lands just over the border in Poland, something that, you know, Technically would be a violation and activate the NATO treaty. It could be ignored, but I don't think they would ignore the slightest. If somebody drops, a Russian soldier drops a gum wrapper over the Poland border and NATO is going to go, now's our chance. It's a very touchy situation in that regard. Kevin from Baldwin. What do you recommend he do?
2: (sighs) Grow a spine? quit goofing off with Poland and actually send the jets they're willing to give to Ukraine to the Ukraine.
3: There are simple steps that can be taken that are on the table, that are sitting there waiting, that still wouldn't rise to the level of escalation. We're in the Element Well Studios. It's time for news and then more on Middays.
0: Your home for Ole Miss Sports, WFMN, Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni Tree Pros, 601 345 8090.
18: Fox News, I'm Lillian Wu. The president of Ukraine makes a personal appeal to Congress for help.
20: I see no sense in life if it cannot stop the deaths. And this is my main
17: mission at the leader. My people.
18: In his virtual address, President Zelensky asking the U.S. to put a no-fly zone in place on the ground. As
0: Russian forces advance on the capital of Kiev, they are targeting buildings inside the city. Ukrainian air defense does remain active over this city as the Russians try to attack from the air. Ukrainian officials do say they've launched military counter-offensives
15: in other areas of the country. In the southern city of Mariupol, thousands of cars have been able to escape through humanitarian corridors. Fox's Trey Angst Kiev and retail sales up
18: three-tenths of a percent in February. America's listeners to Fox
10: News.
15: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A Mississippi attorney is suing Russian President Vladimir Putin. David Meredith, who's based out of Ridgeland, is seeking $10 billion for gross negligence, recklessness, and an intentional warmongering.
17: Part of my aim is to get Americans uh, a little more uh, aggravated about it and, and uh, start trying to do something about it, doing more than what we're doing militarily and with the population. I think uh, we're paying more attention to what gas costs and you know what the real human suffering is.
15: To read the complaint in its entirety, log on to supertalk.fm.
17: I expect Putin to be assassinated from within the Kremlin. I, I think that's how it's going to
15: end. I'm Kelly Bennett.
10: Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director at the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Our agency works to help those we serve prepare for today and also plan for the future. One way we do that is through the Mississippi ABLE program. This program provides the opportunity for individuals with disabilities to invest their money in tax-advantaged accounts without the fear of losing public benefits. You can learn more or sign up by visiting MississippiABLE.com. That's MississippiABLE.com.
15: The Ole Miss Rebels baseball team is back at the top in the polls, head coach Mike Bianco.
5: You know, where you are on March 14th isn't that important except for means that we've played pretty well to this point. but.
3: A
15: lot of games in front of us. Huh? 100 miles southeast in Starkville, Bulldogs star pitcher Landon Sims has announced a successful surgery. The reliever turned starter underwent Tommy John surgery Tuesday. The Rebels will kick off SEC play versus Auburn Friday, while the Bulldogs will be taking on Georgia The Comprehensive Career and Technical Education Reform Act was passed in the House of Representatives. It aims to enhance career pathways for students in grades K-12 through to promote keeping young Mississippians employed in-state after their education. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
8: Power outages are a detriment to workplace efficiency and production. A Taylor Power standby generator can provide instant protection from those power outages. Call Taylor Power Systems today at 601-932-5674 to discuss the right standby generator for your business. That's 601-932-5674.
3: Welcome back. Hour number two of Middays on this Wednesday. Dave Hughes here live in the Element Wealth studio. Are you thinking about planning for retirement? Are you going to retire? Or at 79, are you still going to be the president? It's up to you. Uh, Element Wealth can help you, though, if you are planning for your retirement, and you should be. You can go to MyElementWealth.com or call 601-957-6006. And they'll help you figure out exactly what your individual path forward is, because it's different for everybody. There is no one-size-fits-all plan there. Uh, Got a great text from Jason. I don't know if you read through that one. It's it's a little lengthy, but bear with me. This is good information. Jason says, I've been stationed in several NATO deployments that involved no-fly zones, and we might as well declare war if we did that. And he's not wrong. Uh, for the reasons Rhino outlined and, and others. That's pretty much war at that point. Uh, says Russia will not allow NATO to shoot down their planes. Furthermore, Biden's right about the MiG thing, too. It sucks, but 20 Soviet-era planes isn't worth the risk of Putin attacking Poland, especially when we're already supplying Ukraine with very modern drones and they're using them to high success rates. Poland wants USF-16s in return, by the way, for the MiGs. It's not just a straight-up charity offer just handing them over they want something back in return that's just just a glimmer and jason's right about all of that but that is just a glimmer of why i said last hour this is an extremely complicated situation it's not as straightforward as you think one wrong step and it truly is world war three at that point it would snowball at an incredibly rapid rate. So everybody is kind of easing around. And you have to. There's, there's no other choice.
2: We did have somebody say that NATO shouldn't be involved, that it should be the UN instituting a no-fly zone. There's just one problem. Russia is a permanent member of the U.N., and they have veto power. And the Security Council, which is the,
3: the body within the U.N. that would have to institute a no-fly zone. And Russia has the ability, if it's unanimous except for them, they've already done this a couple of times, uh, they just say, uh, no, we, we vote no, we veto, and the whole thing goes away. They
2: vetoed the U.N. putting out a statement saying that they were against the invasion of Ukraine. They vetoed that. So if they're against a public statement, yeah, they they would veto a no-fly zone.
3: Yes. So it's not going to happen from the U.N.
2: Now, there is the debate whether or not Russia actually belongs in the permanent seat on the Security Council of the U.N. because it's written in the bylaws of the United Nations that that permanent seat goes to the Soviet Union. There is no more Soviet Union. Russia just stepped into that seat. They never changed it to say Russia. It still says the Soviet Union.
3: Which is an interesting facet of this when you consider that Putin's stated goal is to reform the Soviet Union, which would keep them there. So if they're in the process of reconsolidating, they would immediately argue, oh, we are. We just, we're just we just not yet. We're about to be. But the whole thing about it gives it to the Soviet Union, which doesn't exist anymore, Sounds an awful like lot like what we went through with the medical marijuana uh, initiative process here in Mississippi, and it getting struck down because it said five congressional districts instead of four. It's a technicality, but we have proof right here at home. technicalities can pull the rug out of things. The problem again, if they did that, if they pulled them out of that that seat, well, they could then declare that as an act of war against them, like they are everything else, right? They declared McDonald's shutting down in Moscow as an act of war. That anything counts for that in their mind, and they could use that as justification to have a go at anybody they wanted to. I'm really glad I'm in radio and not politics right now. been saying that for a couple of years, but it's a whole different level right now. Uh No, we're not going to recommend ignoring the Geneva Convention, even though Russia has kind of played around with that over the past three weeks. There have been reports of chemical weapons, the thermobaric weapons, the vacuum bombs, uh, if you will, a lot of things that aren't allowed. They're doing it. That's why they are war crimes. I saw, and I can't remember who it was, it was actually a Democratic representative in the House that said that President Biden should start referring to Putin as a war criminal because we need to call him what he actually is. That's a member of the Democratic Party. So we're getting a lot of consensus. We're getting a lot of people on the same side on this. Which is good. We're going to need that. (sighs) Yeah, Yeah, Jason continuing to make good points. This could have been avoided, but the milk is already spilt. You're not wrong, but we don't have time travel technology quite yet. So we're going to have to wait. By the way, and I told Rhino this yesterday, go watch The Adam Project. That's actually a really fun movie. That was cool. Didn't expect to enjoy it. I thought it was going to be lame and just stink. No, it was actually, it has a nice little story to it and everything. It's, If you like that kind of thing, it's a time travel movie. If you like that kind of thing, it's a cool little movie. Go check it out. I have no idea what that has to do with Ukraine, but here we are. We wind up, that, that reminds me, getting off topic, was back in the break room before the show. And some people were back there from here in the in the office. They were having a conversation about something. I can't remember what, because obviously I wasn't paying attention as a total non secretary I looked up and said, hey, when you eat a hamburger and French fries, what's your process? Do you eat the fries first and then the burger? Do you take a bite of fry and a bite of burger? Do you alternate? Which one do you start with? There were three people in the room. I got three different answers.
2: So, how do you do it, Rhino? I usually wind up focusing more on the burger than the fries, and I wind up having fries left over when I'm done with the burger. I always have fries left over, but but I'm a I'm a I'm a mixer.
3: I'm what uh, J T Mitchell. He was one of the ones back there from Super Talk Mississippi News. I am what he referred to as a one bite guy.
2: Back and forth, back and forth.
3: Bite a burger, some fries, all at once. And just work through it. I don't know. I, I had never stopped to think that this was a thing, that there was a difference, but there is. It's kind of like the whole debate. My son has been lighting my phone up for weeks uh, over the big argument uh, about which one there's more of in the world: doors or windows. I thought it was doors or wheels. Uh, yeah, wheels. Excuse me, doors or wheels. I said Doors, and apparently he's ready for me to disown him. He thinks I'm stupid. He thinks that's the worst possible call, that there's obviously more wheels. I don't agree with that.
2: Sorry, I got way off topic here. That's just the newest version of the which color is this dress. Yes, oh, that was so stupid.
3: Scott and Clinton. Putin better watch out. He's placed sanctions on Hillary. If you mess with the Clintons, you swim with the fishes. (laughs) Putin's going to wind up getting Clintoned. Hadn't even thought about that. (laughs) Ken. (laughs) Ken says Putin froze Hunter Biden's money accounts. He can't be all bad.
2: From the 601, I agree with this. Really, it's according to how good the fries are. Yeah, I would agree with that. If the fries are outstanding and the burger may be subpar, yeah, there may be more, There may be burger left over at the end of the fries.
3: That's a very good point. You, you get some best fries I've ever had. I'm going to give this to you right now. Free tip. Next time you're in New Orleans, way back and to the right in the French Quarter, there is a little dive called Coop's. They make their fries out of red potatoes. Mm. I don't know what they do to them, but that is the best French fries I've ever had in that place. See, I thought it was going to be about the fries. My phone goes off. I look down, it's my wife, and she says, Doors, I've got backup. This is what marriage is, my friends. I've got backup in the Doors versus Wheels argument. Um, Lucas and Union says it's fry, bit of burger Fry, bit of burger, fry, fry, bite of burger Fry, fry, finish burger See, I'd get lost halfway through that That seems like too specific of a plan Paula Meridian not only says that free guy That also has Ryan Reynolds and the same director uh, He thought it was going to be stupid But it was actually entertaining And then he said doors So he's all in on all of these conversations I like that Paul's keeping up. Yes, 662 Coops does have great fried chicken as well, but it's the French fries that changed my life. They are fantastic. (laughs) Always buy nuggets to protect the fries on the way home. That does no good. I'll spill the nuggets to get to the fries if they're good enough. We're in the Element Well Studios, and at this point, nobody knows what in the heck we're doing, but we'll keep doing it next. Here's John and Corey Ravenstein for Juniker Jewelry
16: Company. There are plenty of stores out there who buy old jewelry. But ask yourself, who can I trust to give me an honest valuation? And then make you a serious offer. At Juniker Jewelry Company, as gemologists and appraisers, We will assess accurately the real value of what you have. Bring us your old gold and platinum jewelry or Rolex timepiece. That diamond ring you inherited. Or maybe it's that diamond you just don't wear anymore because it simply lost its meaning. We tell you exactly what you have and make you the very best offer. We even buy large diamonds and entire estate collections. Most folks just want your scrap gold. So before you sell your old jewelry to just anybody, ask yourself, Who can I trust? We're Juniker Jewelry Company. For over 75 years, Mississippi's diamond and estate jewelry experts. For honest valuation and the best offer, come see us today. Juniker Jewelry,
10: Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway in Madison
22: and junikerjewelry.com.
6: Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from three until six, right here on Super
0: Talk Jackson 97.3. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking.
10: We're rolling. Hit it. Go. Play it.
0: Middays with Gerard Gippert. on Super Talk Mississippi.
20: I'm gonna be the man who thinks up next to you. When I go out, yeah, I
9: know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be. It's
3: the my entire welcome back message. Just <sighs> I, talk,
9: well, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be Live
3: in the Element Wealth well Studios, the home of the proclaimers. It's middays on Super Talk, Mississippi. Dave Hughes here. We do have another chance for you to win coming up before 1 o'clock, by the way. Another chance to grab a pair of tickets to go to the CPR Fest down on the coast. It's going to be a fantastic rock and roll show, and uh, you're going to have a chance to go. And hopefully today we're not asking for a bunch of losers to text in. That was just awkward yesterday. I'm not sure that was the way to go, but it's what we wound up with. Uh, Getting recommendations for good french fries. On the text line, which to me means this day is a success.
2: He doesn't love a good freedom fry. (laughs) Oh, oh,
11: oh, you had to go there, didn't you?
2: (laughs) Gotta poke fun because while we can agree that Vladimir Putin is a dictator, a tyrant, and a war criminal and should not be invading Ukraine, the virtue signaling and the anti Russian sentiment is. It's just gotten a little crazy. I mean, they, they banned the, the opera singer from the New York Opera because she's Russian. They've banned Russian cats from cat competitions. The Museum of Mustard has removed Russian mustards from display. Yes. Where, where does this end? It doesn't. It is,
3: it is an acceptable, at the time, form of virtue signaling, is what it is. Because, I'm sorry, if you've got a bottle of Russian vodka and you pour it out in protest, well, they still have your money. You bought it. You've had zero effect on them.
2: And 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 you're probably not even pouring out Russian vodka. No! Saw a whole bunch of people pouring out Latvian vodka. Wasn't even Russian.
3: Either way, they still got your money. It's like
2: like burning jerseys.
3: Yes, it's like the people burning jerseys. That's exactly what I was about to say. So you've had what impact by doing nothing? You have accomplished nothing.
2: You might have collected a nice pile of Invincible Internet cool points, but those aren't fiat currency.
3: (sighs) Oh, now Amanda's sending a recipe for red potato french fries business is picking up in here today i'm telling you not bad larry from mcgee guys forget the fries go with onion rings i I, that's not a bad suggestion but onion rings to me are even more hit or miss than french fries are
2: yeah you gotta have a, a good recipe for the onion ring if it's just a frozen onion ring versus frozen french fries i'd rather have the frozen french fries yeah, and it's, Although it is good to go to a place that serves both because every once in a while, especially the larger size fry you get, you might get that random surprise onion ring. Oh, yeah. It happens all the time. And I, that's even better than getting the, the really burnt, tiny, crispy French fry. Well,
3: the, the thing is you go through uh, like Burger King, for example, that sells both. I can tell before my window has completely rolled up if I got a surprise onion ring in the fry, you can smell it. Oh, you yeah. can feel it. It has an aura about it. Scott in Rankin County, I have two bottles of Ukraine vodka. There you go. Not bad. Hopefully you're not going to pour that out. Oh, wait a minute, Thomas, hold on here. <clears throat> Something to go with your fries, a smoke. Ground up red rose sausage on a slider bun with coleslaw, mustard, and hot sauce. Are we contractually allowed to just end the show early and go to lunch? Because I'm getting hungrier and hungrier the longer we talk about this. (laughs) (laughs) Joe from Summerall, my kind of recipe right here, my kind of guy. He says, my recipe for red potato french fries is peel, cut, fry, add salt. about all it takes.
2: Kyle on the C Spire text line chimes in and says Sonic has the best onion rings, hands down. They may have the most readily available good onion rings, but if you're in the Tupelo area, I've sung their praises for other things like their chicken biscuit and their blueberry donuts, but Connie's Fried Chicken has some bomb diggity onion rings. Road trip. I'm
3: in. Hot Fries Matter, Johnny of West Point. Oh, oh, look at that. Do you see those pictures of the smoke that Thomas was talking about that he sent in? Holy cow, that's nice. Meanwhile, David in Indianola says, I haven't seen anyone returning the Russian mail order brides. Well, there's levels. See, there's there's levels to anything, including this. Jamie from Oxford. Yep, that's the one. That's the menu board. When you walk in to Coop's, I'm going to be honest, down in New Orleans, your first thought is there is absolutely no way they have passed a health inspection. That is your first impression. And then you sit down and it's going to be some of the finest eating you've ever had. I want to try this. Martin's in Jackson has some really interesting and very good french fries. The only thing that gives me pause is using the word interesting about french fries. I'm going to request some clarification on that there on the text line. Interesting in what way? (laughs) From the 601. (laughs) Man, you guys are killing me. I just... Turned on my out-of-office notification. I'm going to go get some fries. Yeah, it happens. Think how bad we feel. We got an hour and a half. Unless Steve shows up with fries, you know. We we got a minute before we're going to get some. But I feel it. Kevin from Baldwin, Rhino, question for you. said, just talking to somebody about Connie's food, are they still open?
2: As far as I know. They may have different hours because of people not wanting to work in fast food. But yeah, last time I was up there, they were open. Yeah. Uh, Doe's and Greenville on the fries from the
3: 662. Uh, Mentions another one, says, but I believe they closed. From the 662, same way about health inspection with ABS Grill in Corinth. I'm going to be honest. This is a rock-solid rule of thumb. When you pull up to the restaurant, if the sign out front of the dilapidated shack that they have used to open their restaurant is an old, weathered 2x4 with a split in the end with the name of the restaurant misspelled in just hand-painted letters, you are about to have the best meal of your life. The worse it looks, the better it's going to be. I don't know why that is.
2: We got two different people chiming in that Connie's chicken is open. Okay. Turnip root fries, Mac?
3: Turnip root fries. I don't know. Yeah, Connie's is open. Boca Chita Boys has great home fries, somebody says. Kevin from Baldwin talking about Connie's said you think their onion rings are good. You should try their chicken livers.
2: I have honestly never had a bad meal from Connie's. I just have my favorites.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Jack and Jack Town, it's exactly what I'm talking about. It says, every time I've ever been to Coops, a couple walks in, looks around, the wife or girlfriend whispers in the man's ear, and the couple leaves. I always want to grab them and bring them back in. Come back. You don't know what you're doing. I know what it looks like. Just have a seat.
2: Jason jumps in on the C text line and says, If I'm in Tupelo, you won't catch me anywhere but Johnny's Drive-In. Ah. Good old Johnny Burger. Just mean- like Elvis had.
3: Meanwhile, Gary down in Gulfport says, I just pulled my dump truck into the drive through We are causing traffic problems everywhere right now. But it's for a good cause, because, hey, at least you got fries. Carol, that that is a good tip. Says another sign a restaurant is good. Look at the car tags in the parking lot. The locals know the best places to eat. They do. And usually, again, kind of a corollary of the first rule, because usually you're going to see most of the local tags at some little condemned dump-looking building. And you're going to be, why is everybody there? Was there a fire? What happened? No, just park go in. Do yourself that favor. You will thank us for that advice the first time you do, if you never have. Coming up after the break, our buddy Steve Azar, going to join us here. Uh, You hear him on Super Talk every Thursday and Friday. And, once again, next month, Got the Mockingbird Songwriters Music Festival coming up. We're going to talk to Steve about that when we return here on Middays in the Element Wealth Studios on Super Talk, Mississippi.
5: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, cloudy conditions, then mostly sunny, high near 68. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 47. Your Thursday, mostly sunny, high all the way up to 76. And for your finally Friday, early showers, then partly sunny, high near 71. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon.
0: Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of expel paint
10: protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Spillway Diner would
6: like to salute all healthcare and first responders for putting your life on the line to help so many. You are the true heroes. Thank you from Curtis and staff At Spillway Diner.
3: Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tank is always a better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's in Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of German Town Hall.
9: Callaway's is Callaway's is everything for home and garden. That's what
11: Callaway's is.
15: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A Mississippi attorney is suing Russian President Vladimir Putin. David Meredith, who's based out of Ridgeland, is seeking $10 billion for gross negligence, recklessness, and intentional warmongering.
17: Part of my aim is to get Americans uh, a little more uh, aggravated about it and, and uh, start. Uh, trying to do something about it, doing more than what we're doing, militarily and with the population. I think uh, we're paying more attention to what gas costs and you know, what the real human suffering is.
15: To read the complaint in its entirety, log on to supertalk.fm.
17: I expect Putin to be assassinated from within the Kremlin. I I think that's how it's going to
15: end. I'm Kelly Bennett. When you listen to Super Talk, you hear
0: our team working for you. Great information. Drilling down and getting to the core of the issues that impact you. They give you like the information you need to know. Super Talk, Mississippi.
18: Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to Primeshrimp.com to get preseason, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door.
3: I realize the guy in the guest chair over here is in no way a one-hit wonder, but we could find nothing better than four non-blondes to play him in, Rhino? Really? (laughs) I've been considered that, though.
20: I have. Actually, uh, there was a show, and uh, they got a little bit in trouble because they said I was, but I've had a couple of the top 20 records and then uh, multiple number one videos, but I said, wait a minute, time out. I've had other top 40s, but you get on the countdown top 40 and then top 30 sometimes and top 20. And I said well, what do you consider a hit, you know? Um it's like Bob Seger said, Bob only had one number one song his entire career. Yeah, which is weird. And it was I think it was from a movie soundtrack. It wasn't even Main Street or or We Got Tonight, you know. Yeah. You know, come on. It wasn't even these great, incredible songs that he had. Anyway, uh, Steve it's, Azar it's, in studio. <coughs> I'm visits. here. I'm we getting upset don't... about the one-hit wonder thing. Hold on. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Anyway, it's, it's part we, of the deal. We started him out, firing him up, and it's all uphill from it's here. It's all French fries. It's Listen, all French fries. Uh, you told me that you were sitting in the green room, getting upset that you weren't. You should have just come in here. I, while I didn't we were know if I'd be kicked out. No. I mean, I was ready to get into it. I I love this show today,
20: uh, as always. Love your show, and. Uh, it was just it's so interesting because you know folks are gonna call especially from Mississippi, are calling in with their mouth watering. So I mean you've already set the stage for lunch, I can tell you that. And uh Does, you know, you know, talking about Does, we love their fries. I mean, we my wife and I go and she makes me split a steak now. It's awful to go to Does with my wife. And it's part of the deal and she goes, Oh, aren't you happy that we did that? I said yeah, and I'm not really happy, but I have to tell her that.
3: I would like that other half it's of the, the steak, It's the key to 32 please.
20: years of marriage. You know, you got to just do it. But sometimes I'm hungry, but the French fries we have to put a quota on it because you can you can't stop. Yes, great fries, man. They're so important.
3: They they really are, and mm. there's such a difference from one place to another with your yep. French fries.
20: Such a difference, but you know, peanut, You know, a lot of people. Well, I say a lot. We're finding out more people are allergic to nuts, so peanut oil rules. But there is an oil called clear that handles the heat a lot for a period of time. Uh, I learned this from my buddy, who's a catfish biologist. My buddy Danny in Stoneville, Mississippi. We call him Tweety, and he knows everything about oil. And clear oil is really good. It's a good substitute. I have no idea. Yeah, it burns I've never really heard good. I've
3: never heard of that. Get a whole conversation. We're so educational here today. Well, today is an
20: un. It's it's always about education. I think, don't you think, Rhino? Oh yeah, education.
3: Hmm. He's learned nothing. Don't listen to him.
20: Yeah, we talked about how good you guys are live, and I'm sitting here going like, I'm so glad my show's taped because, you know, you can ask me a thousand questions. I think I'm good answering, but you can get stymied
3: live. So I don't know how you guys do it. Well, the see, you are the exact opposite of when those problems come in. And here's what I mean by that. You can have a guest come in, and they sit down, and you'll ask them a question. It takes you 45 seconds to say it, and they answer it with, yeah. Oh, no, that's bad. Yeah, you know what I'm
11: talking no, about. I know, now. I know I
3: know. know.
20: I know. I it's know a, it's a tough deal. And I always tell them, I preface this, listen, my listeners on In Mississippi Minute don't want to hear me. They want to hear you. And so that helps usually. But then sometimes they'll go and they'll just tell you the whole life story in like a nutshell. And you're going like, "Uh uh-oh, I got to take some little pieces of it. I got to pick the tree now. (laughs) And I'm going like, how many minutes have I gone? But then sometimes and most times it goes by really fast because I'm fascinated. I have Sony, Jim Sonnefeld from Hootie Hootie and the Blowfish, you know, the drummer, really, really dear friend of mine. Um, It was great to catch up with him. Uh, he's got a great new record out, Not Waiting on Sunday. It's just beautiful. He's in touch with his faith, like you won't believe. Uh, went through struggles many years ago. Uh, and he's a great athlete, great soccer player. He loves coaching soccer. But his this song is fantastic. I needed it. He sent it to me last week, and I said, you got to do my show. And he said, absolutely. Uh, and then Richard Berge, who's been going through all sorts of stuff in the news, uh, uh, I guess about a month, a month or two ago, uh, let go by Young and the Restless because he broke COVID regulations. He had, he had a negative test twice, but it wasn't 10 days.
3: Oh. And so it's just a tough deal. Anyway, long story short, we dug into all that. So this week's is really it's really interesting. You know something you said there that I want to I want to bring out and talk about for a second. As as an artist of acclaim, I'm now giving you that title. I by love the way. you. Thank you. Uh, you you were talking about how and you talked about this as well before we came on the air when you and I were just visiting and catching up, uh, talking about how he has leaned into his faith with his new album yeah. and has has really put it out there. Do you think a lot of people, even inside the music industry and inside entertainment, don't understand that that is the key to success, is to let it all go. Quit trying to figure out what people want and give them what you are, and your audience Beautiful. will find you.
20: That's it, Dave. That's exactly it. If, you, if you're vulnerable enough to do that, then the game is on. That You have your best shot to connect, because that's the most Honest place is ever going to come from I love that who you are you've got to bear it all and you can't be afraid It's what there's a saying in the music business from my old writers uh, co-publishers who had a lot of number ones and he'd go You can't be afraid if you're gonna go down to go all the way Scrape it all because you got to tell because you have to go there and you have to let it you have to Spill it all out and that's when the listener can relate because a lot of listeners have been there or know Somebody's been there or don't want to go there You know, and that's where it's all about emotions. Sony, you know, you think about the first songs they ever wrote. I, you know, uh, 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 let it be. What is it? What give me? Not let it be. Uh, 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 Come on, help me out. Who do you blowfish songs? Everybody, this is worse than French fries. Only want to be with Uh, you. uh, Yeah. When the sun comes up tomorrow, Uh, come on. Only want to be with you. I only want to be with you. Give me more. Uh, I don't know. That's all. What I know. is wrong with me, it's boy? This is a bad. This is why I'm I don't only, do live radio. I'm only one ahead of everybody. You. Don't help feel me. bad, and I got it's no. and the bowfish. For goodness sake, let her cry. Let her cry. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good one. Um, but that was their first attempts together. Can you imagine? It's a little frustrating, you know, to know that that was a Mark and Dean and Darius and Sony's first attempt, but. I've been around with and written with a couple of them and written with Sony, and they're fantastic writers. Like, God gave them the gift. Uh, their story getting together is amazing, but he's, he went through some struggles, and that's what he writes about now. So if you want to be into what one of the guys and Who the Blowfish is about, Sony, he's not going to be afraid to say, this is me now. And, and he's, it saved him.
3: You know, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful story. Well, let me ask you, as someone who has written a lot of songs and a lot of hits. And, Obviously and can't remember. Seen a lot of success. He remembers none of them, but he's done yeah. some good things. Have you ever written a song, and you, you record it, and you listen back to it, and you go, I don't know if I can let anybody else listen to this. It's sure. too raw. Okay,
20: well, yeah, that's how I got signed. First of all, I only want to be with you, everybody. Okay, all right, come on. All right, so. <laughs> I knew he was going to do it eventually. Crazy. I don't think I've heard a word either one of you have. You, nothing you've thought, Rhino. I've heard nothing you've thought, and I've heard nothing you've said because, no. Um, yeah, um, Waiting on Joe, which Morgan Freeman starred in the video, which changed my life. I promise you, I didn't think it was a song. Three verses about three totally different things, glued together by Joe. A lot of Joes in my family, and I recorded on a little 1680 recorder, and uh, on my own, I'd had the biggest producers work with me in the world, and it wasn't getting done, and I did that, and next thing you know, I've got a record deal from something, some, I didn't even have a clue what I was doing, and because the song was so real and i didn't even know it was a song so yes that was a play And that then after that i said well now i know how to write i mean i it had to be that it has to hurt it was it had to hurt and it was it was it was not a song it was medicine for me about a lot of stuff going on and ends with my uncle dying of cancer i'd I'd passed 33 and hadn't had a hit yet and he you know he passed away at 33 of cancer he was a americ clarksdale and i realized that wasn't old anymore because i was nine you know and uh you know, So the train was a metaphor for the cancer, and Morgan had to have somebody explain it when it became a, a real song out, out there, so he did a great job.
3: It's a lot trickier to be a good songwriter and to make that connection with the audience yeah. than anybody yeah. thinks. And it's you have you have some people that that is their talent. Correct me if I'm wrong. Their talent is in the songwriting. They don't have a performance career. Yeah, uh, guy from Macomb, Dan Tyler. And right. I know you know who he yeah, is. Yeah, sure I do. Uh, not a performer, but one heck of a song. But I'd
20: writer. rather hear him tell us about his songs yes. than anybody that ever performed it. And that's what The Mockingbird's all about. I know we may be going into a break.
3: We are here in just a second, but I'm yeah. trying to I'm trying to set it up. Well, you're setting it up. Then Leland, Mississippi, April
20: 8 and 9, i got uh, over a dozen of my hit songwriting pals coming in. A hundred. I mean, it's so many hits is stupid.
3: Well, can you hang on to this yeah, break? Yeah, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to cover it. all of this. Sure. Thank you for and having Tyler, me. And Tyler, you know, for Kenny Rogers, wrote 20 years ago. Uh, which was about Macomb, Mississippi. Yeah, most yeah. people don't you know love that. It? He told me that story. Yeah, uh, himself. So many so. great songwriters from this state. It, it, the songwriters, the talent, and the stories, and that's what you're going to get at the Mockingbird Festival. And like we'll you talk won't believe about that. On steroids. Right when we yeah. come back from the break, here at the it. Element Wealth Studios, Steve Azar in studio with us. Hello, Mississippi. On Middays. <laughs> back in just a few.
8: Why not insist on Clinton Body Shop where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland, or online at ClintonBodyShop.com.
4: Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the tractor store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra, and it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland.
9: Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs, programs,
19: This is the Midday market Report. We're talking to Eileen Bernard, Marketing Manager at Loveland, about the decamber restrictions and their new product, Delta Complete.
12: Part of the new regulations to be able to apply that over the top require a drift reduction agent and a volatility reduction agent. Any spray applications that go over the top have to have both of those components and able to be compliant with EPA regulation. There's also a lot of state restrictions around, but no matter where you are, you've got to have that drift reduction agent and volatility reduction. Agent. Up until last year, everybody has been solving their drift reduction, volatility reduction with two separate products. This year, what a lot of people have done is combine those two components into a one jug solution. We took that and wanted to take it a step farther and actually add some agronomic benefits for the grower. New Delta Complete has EPA approved drift reduction, volatility reduction, water conditioning, a defoam package, and then also a molybdenum inclusion.
19: This is the Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News Network. It's
14: time to take a road trip down to the coast for CPR Fest 20. Outside on the grounds of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum, Saturday, April 2nd. Starring Mississippi's own, Three Doors Down, live. I, you still
11: I'm you, baby.
14: Three Doors Down with Seether. Plus Bad Flower. Society and special guest Giovanni and the Hired Guns. And check out the best local music in this state on the CPR Fest Homegrown Stage. A very limited number of reserved seats are on sale now. General admission tickets, just $35 plus Ticketmaster fees. Don't wait. Get yours now at Ticketmaster.com. It's the biggest rock show of the year. Saturday, April 2nd, outside of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi.
11: I'm
3: back to Element Wealth Studios here on Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Steve Azar in studio with us, and if I don't go straight to the Mockingbird Festival, we're going to talk about squeegees oh, yeah, we, or something yeah, for well, the next ten which minutes. Which would be interesting. Yeah, well, we could we could pull it off. We but could. We let's could. get to the festival now. Yeah, the second year, isn't it? Yeah, I started
20: doing this just to reunite with some old friends. You know, you do a lot of co-writing in Nashville. I love to write alone, and I've been writing alone since I moved back eleven years ago. But but there is something so wonderful about your friends. Uh, along the way, they finally started having hits. Uh, it made us realize that we weren't as crazy as we thought. You know, you needed that. We love to celebrate each other when those moments happen. So I started doing like a little series, and we're in South Dakota. We sell a couple nights out. In a row, I'll bring a couple guys. So it was very Bluebird style, but we called it the Mockingbird. You know, we took a little bit of that, um, but very intimate. But I decided that, well, how great would it be to do a festival on the farm? I love celebrating agriculture. I got a lot of friends at farm, they, they've been farming for generations, and they work their tails off. Got some friends down there, Tim pony and Angie, and they took their old gin on their property and turned it into, like, this event space. Right? Oh, cool. So I started looking around going, like, this would be great for an outdoor festival, bring the stage. Anyway, we did it last year. Uh, We had a great show, great crowd. And so now, the only problem is I got friends going like, why didn't you invite me? And I'm going, so we're we're probably going to have like 15 of them, I think, ish. Oh, wow. Give or take. And, um, a lot a lot a lot a lot of hits a lot of hits i had jt hardy on the, on the show the other day on uh, and he uh, he wrote smile with cracker uncle cracker and they are just songs like that james house has written more joe bonamassa songs on the last three albums than anybody uh, with Joe, but he wrote Broken Wing by Martina. He wrote I Ain't That Lonely Yet by Dwight Yoakam. He wrote uh, In a Week or Two by... There's just... It never ends. Uh, Clay Mills wrote some Darius hits. I mean... It's, it never stops, so you, we've got these generations of hits. And the thing about the festival is, first of all, it's BYOB, second of all, you bring your lawn chair, third of all, you can give your wristband to somebody else the next day, I don't care. <laughs> you know, I want this to be as fun, and I want people to show up and understand what it's like to sit there and get to know the song from its core. There's nothing better. And the personalities of these guys are all very unique. There's a lot of wit. Um there's a lot there's they're nuts like I am but even I think they're more nuts than me. But uh they would but, argue. Yeah, they would argue. But it's 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 moving for me to be around it. There's never a time when I get tired of the same joke that they tell, you know, cuz I've been around the same joke. Uh but they tell it like it's the first time and they're so proud of it. But when they play the songs and especially when I was a part of the beginning of them, when I hey listen to this, and the next thing you know, it's a number one record or a top five, and and you're going like, we're not crazy after all. So it's great. It's in Leland, Mississippi, and get tickets at. Um, let me get this right because I, I messed with my wife the other day on the Paul Gallo show. I thought she had the number wrong, but it's Mockingbird twenty twenty two dot eventbrite dot they're they're te- they're cheap the tickets are cheap they're 35 bucks for 2 days and like i said oh, wow. it give somebody else your band the next day is 1750 a day and then you get to bring bring your own beverages hang out Songwriters aren't hiding, they're hanging with
3: everybody. Well, and that I think that that's the term I was gonna use. This does not sound like a festival. It sounds like a hangout. It sounds it like is. getting together with a bunch of cool people, making mm-hmm. new friends, and learning a bunch of stuff and a bunch of a bunch of inside emotional personal stuff.
20: Yeah. Yeah. And it's just loose. And we got Doe's food truck and we got the lost pizza food truck. I always turn to them. They're good friends of ours. We had somebody from Jackson reach out to doing crawfish. And I said, I'm in. But they didn't respond back. And I said, well, so if you're listening, where'd you go? We could do crawfish. I dig that. Come on. So anyway, but we're excited about it in a second year. And I look, it's about filling up hotels in our area and celebrating the arts. This is Music City coming to the birthplace of American music. I think it's a collision that needs
3: to happen. And the Mississippi Delta on the farm, man, it's just perfect, you know? Well, I've got the tagline for you. I don't know if you've got a tagline. I need a tagline. Here's your tagline. The songs you probably know, the names you probably don't, and the stories you definitely should.
20: How did you just do that? I don't know. Did you write that? You just looked at me and said that. I don't don't have it written down. You're going to have to write that down because that's beautiful. That's that's better than
3: my stupid ad I did. No, no, it's not. I heard your ad, and it doesn't taste as good as French fries. I can tell you that nothing tastes as good as French fries. Nothing except more French fries. (laughs) Well, I could do.
20: I got to tell you, that's a problem with me. I got French fry issues. I mean, there's something wonderful about them. I'll shut up now because I know we got to move on. I guess
3: the support group meets
20: on Tuesdays (laughs) at four thirty. I I could use
3: it. By the way, just come on in. We'll save you a chair. It'll be. I could use it. Uh, Mikey Bird Festival less than a month away. Yeah, April 8
20: and 9, come on, come stay at the hotels down there. we got uh, uh, a bunch of True by Hilton's there now, and uh, the Hampton Inn, and the Holiday Inn Express, and the, we have downtown hotels. You know, it, it's just, it's a great opportunity. A lot of the riders will be staying in those hotels, and... Uh, I want everybody to come out. I mean, it, to me, it's a, it's a more of an intimate thing. So, the and the number in my head is not huge. It's not like doing the Mighty Mississippi or doing some big festival where you want you know we want twenty thousand people. I don't want that. I want it to be quaint and everybody really be able to understand the magic of what a song's like when it's being told. What did you say? What Could you, you
3: say that again, please? Uh, yeah, let's see. What did I say? Oh, yeah. The songs you probably know, the names you probably
0: don't, and the stories you definitely should.
22: What is that? How did you do that? I thought you did. My brain happens.
0: You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090.
11: news.
18: I'm Lillian President Biden this afternoon expected to announce hundreds of millions in aid to Ukraine. Speaking hours after a virtual address to U.S. lawmakers by Ukrainian President Zelensky through a translator asking Is
21: this a lot to ask for? To create a no-fly zone, zone over Ukraine to save people. Is this too much to
14: ask? Lawmakers are very skeptical about a no-fly zone. They're willing to provide Ukraine with additional weapons. Lawmakers fear a no-fly zone drags the U.S. into the conflict. A no-fly zone is controversial because NATO planes would need to bomb Russian air defenses. NATO must also shoot down Russian planes.
18: Fox's Chad program and a tragedy in West Texas where nine people were killed in a head-on collision, including six students and a coach from the University of the Southwest's men's and women's golf teams. America's listening to Fox News.
10: As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today.
5: The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at Fourth and Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283.
6: 769-208-8283.
15: Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Small business owners have been raising wages to attract and retain employees, but there are signs that that trend is starting to plateau. Don McVeigh is with the National Federation of Independent Business. There
21: is not as many reporting that they are raising wages as opposed to how kind of the, going into the end of yeah. last year, that fourth quarter. Um, but we still see about I think it was about 26 percent of owners reported that they plan to raise wages in the country coming 3 months.
15: Those increases, however, are not keeping up with inflation. Legislation that would help individuals that have suffered adverse reactions to COVID vaccines is getting the support of Senator Cindy Hyde Smith. She says she's heard heartbreaking stories from Mississippians whose lives were upended after receiving a COVID vaccine. Data shows that as of March 1st of 2022, with over 7,000 COVID countermeasure claims filed, not one person has received compensation.
18: customers a whole home energy upgrade the propane energy pod builder incentive program what's the propane energy pod it's a total home energy upgrade that combines high efficiency propane gas appliances to meet a home's major energy needs and delivers superior comfort and efficiency compared with all electric homes not only is it good for homeowners it's good for builders too all propane homes on average are valued up to five percent higher than all electric homes energy for everyone propane visit
15: mspropane.com. Getting those 10,000 steps in every day may not be as crucial as you think. Fox's Lauren Faulkner explains.
21: According to research from the University of Massachusetts at Amherst, walking anywhere between 6,000 to 8,000 steps a day is enough when it comes to staying healthy. The study also finding that walking those number of steps could actually cut the risk of early death among those age 60 and older by 54%. The research finding benefits plateau for the 60 and older age group between the 6 and 8,000 steps
15: MGM Park is hosting games for the annual Battle at the Beach from Thursday, March 17th through Saturday the 19th. There'll be eight games featuring local high schools. Baron Collier will take on George County Thursday at 5, followed by Germantown facing off against West Harrison at 7.30, and then those games continue through the weekend. For more information, you can find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
20: Hey folks, Steve Azar thrilled to announce our second annual Mockingbird Songwriters Music Festival on the farm in Leland, Mississippi at the very cool Janet Dunley. April 8th and April 9th, I'll be bringing in over a dozen of my hit songwriting pals from Music City, telling the stories behind the hits. We'll have the food trucks, you bring the blankets and the lawn chairs, and kids under 12 are free. If you haven't ever seen or heard a songwriter bear their heart and soul, well then you haven't heard the hit song at all. Go to Mockingbird2022.eventbrite.com to get your tickets
22: are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired Do you have a plan, or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising, and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit MyElementWealth.com or call 601-957-6006, 601-957-6006. To all
0: the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. And now. And now. Another hour of the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Begin
11: your transition now.
0: Now. On Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Welcome back, Middays on Super Talk Mississippi, live in the Element Wealth Studios. Have we settled the great french fry debate? Did we, did, did we get that completely done and dusted?
2: I think the only thing that we can all agree on is that if you want quantity, you have to go to Five Guys.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. The first time I went to Five Guys, it was with my son. He had been before. I had never been many years ago. We walk in, and I go up to order, and he orders his burger, and I order my burger, and I say, and two large fries. And he literally backhands me and says, you don't know what you're doing. We each got a separate bag because it wouldn't all fit in one.
2: So many potatoes gave their lives. If you're unfamiliar with the the five guys' methodology for french fries, you get what you ordered, and then they just start piling it into your bag. Yeah.
3: Now I have a a French fry adjacent story, if you will. Uh, have you heard of Doug the Spud? No. This was a potato that was up for being the world's largest potato, a world record. Uh, Never before seen this size of potato. Now we have a controversy going on. Because as it turns out, uh, Doug the Spud wasn't actually a potato. How do they know this? This is how serious they are about this kind of stuff. They did genetic testing on the potato. And said it was a tuber that had sprung out from the root of a cucumber. So it didn't get the record. For potato? For potato.
2: Is there a record for tuber from a cucumber root?
3: Apparently not, which is the even bigger tragedy. But the owner of Doug the Spud, number one, why? If, if you have a potato so big you have to name it, I think you deserve some sort of award.
2: I'm looking at it now. They put a little hat on Doug.
3: Yes. From what I understand, the owner made a comment... The owner of Doug, after it was determined that it wasn't a potato uh, that you know he was going to be good eating, I would assume some fries will come out of that, so it still relates it all ties in the whole world is french fries right now.
2: The quote from the disappointed owner of Doug quote it's been a real roller coaster of potato rama end quote." <sighs>
3: I made the comment back to current events for a minute or two here. Made the comment back in the break room before the show that if you could go back in time, and this is this is the difference in time. If you could go back in time twenty years, thirty years, and take some of the headlines that we have now and read them to somebody twenty or thirty years ago, they would look at you like you had lost your mind. We lose sight of that sometimes when we complain and go, well, you know, I I thought the future was going to be weird and different. Oh, it is. I want you to picture yourself in 1990. Get that, that, that thought in your head. Get in that mindset. Where were you? What were you doing? What was your life like? And somebody walks up to you and says, hey, listen to this, and read you this headline in 1990. Anonymous slams Elon Musk's challenge to Russia's Putin for fight as a publicity stunt. I can barely make sense of that now, and we talked about this story yesterday. We say all the time, times have changed, things are different. I don't think we stop really to realize in the day to day rush of dealing with it just how much things have changed in some really weird, tiny, stupid little ways. And of course, some big ways as well. I don't think we realize just how much things have changed. Not all for the better. Not all for the worse. You have people that will argue on both sides on that. In are some areas, it's very clearly worse. some areas, it's clearly better. What's the expression? You take the bad with the good?
2: Oh, yeah. That's where we're at. Pile up all the good things and all the bad things in life, and even though one pile may be bigger, it doesn't diminish the strength of the other pile. Exactly.
3: <laughs> Thomas, 1990, that was before November Rain by Guns N' Roses. I can kind of relate to that comment, though, because you can track your life through the music that you've listened to that you've enjoyed. You can.
2: I'm convinced part of being an adult is getting to a point where new music sounds like trash. Okay. This one's on Rhino. You can blame him for us
3: getting off on this divergence. Every decade, you go back to the 50s. You had Bill Haley in the comments, and everything. you can go back further than that. But you know, it's not that long left in the show. We've only got forty-five minutes, so you go back to the fifties—a very distinct style of music, a very distinct identity for the music of that decade. The sixties, okay. Then, then you had the, the the more hippie sound and the the summer of love, and all those kind of things started to kick in. Then the seventies, we went to kind of a combination of rock and more soft rock slash easy listening, but still, it had an identity. You can hear a song from the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, even the 90s, and if you've never heard it before, if you're familiar with those decades, you can identify when it came from. Starting at 2000, identify any song based on the decade. Yes, Old Man Shouts at Clouds, Film at 11, I get that. But, starting with the turn of the century, starting with 2000, from then until now, we've had some good music come out, we've had some great music come out. But there we, we've gotten away from that musical identity, because everything has blurred together, everything has mashed together. I'm sorry, we have rap country
2: now. And everything has an undercurrent of techno, house, dubstep, or a mixture of the three. And to me, that's
3: leaning on stupid producer tricks. That's all it is. That's, uh, you know, radio has gone through the same thing delivery styles have changed the way you talk has changed the way you do things has changed the way things sound has changed except we've gone in the other direction we have gotten away from the overly severely produced stuff to a more real connection where you can argue about french fries for 30 minutes music has been the polar opposite in it's change. and to me since 2000 it just kind of all blurs together Uh, From the 662, music went downhill at the same time American Idol started. Coincidence? I don't think so. (laughs) Might have a point. Thomas says the year 2000 was peak music, at least for heavy music, tool, slipknot. Okay, number one, are we really going to put tool and slipknot in the same sentence? Am I going to have to come up there, Thomas? All started with Cher auto-tuned do you believe in life after love yeah
2: and then britney spears took it and ran with it because Cher might have had two rack mounts of auto-tune for her performance britney spears had a six foot tall rack full of tuners oh yeah just to make her sound halfway in tune
3: mo says only in the 2000s can someone remix old music and use auto-tune lyrics and be called an artist I think the biggest part of it, okay, with some exceptions, there are always exceptions. We are not Sith. We are not dealing in absolutes here. It goes back to what Steve was talking about last hour and the conversation we had that, you know, his first hit, he didn't think it would be a hit because it was a raw, emotional, personal story that he was telling through a song. That's where great music comes from, is when you put yourself into it and it stands for something, it represents something, it means something. We don't have nearly as many artists, from what I can tell from the outside looking in, that do that with their music now. The things that they are representing are more superficial. They're more, I don't want to say unimportant, Unimpactful, I think it's fair unimpactful i think would be a better way to put it and i think that's the difference there's great music out there it's just not as popular because everything has become more superficial in a way the good news is that means when somebody does come along and puts together one of those songs like that that's t- touching something deep and raw yeah then they have everybody's attention I'll tell you one song that I I would put in that category, Lady Gaga's Thousand Reasons. It's a great song. It really is. A a good song should move you. A lot of it now doesn't. It's not the point. We're in the Element Wealth Studios. We continue on Middays, coming up next.
5: Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at BaronisTreePros That's BaronistreePros
8: if an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at ClintonBodyShop.com.
0: Hello, here with a special invitation to join us weekday mornings 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis all right here on Supertalk Jackson 97.3.
3: this one up specifically because I was sitting here talking about music with meaning, didn't
2: you? Was it this or David Hasselhoff's Do? Do!
3: You said that and I thought you, were, you meant do host, which is a completely different everything. Oh, yeah completely different although the half doing do
2: host might
3: be worth it i would i would go to that i would i would <laughs> buy a ticket for that concert cuz he's going to blow a vocal cord trying to do that <sighs> actually 99 red balloons does have a story behind it it's a it's a thing about war and everything else is, it goes it does tie into what i was talking about
2: and for the fact that it's one hit wonder the german version was really the only one that was a hit They re-released it in English, and it never really charted as well. No, it bombed.
3: bombed. I remember when all of that happened. Nobody could understand what she was saying, and nobody cared. They really liked it. You're going to get me started talking about uh, Johnny Cash releasing albums in Germany, or in German, I should say. Until you have heard Johnny Cash himself singing Walk the Line in German, you haven't lived. Because that's where he was stationed. Oh, yeah with the Army, so he spoke fluent German, so he released a lot of his albums in both languages. And it worked just as well. That was the surprising part, because sometimes, you know, when you translate it, it doesn't translate when it comes to the rhythm and everything else. No, the walk-the-line did. I can tell you that one for sure. Um, so the daylight savings time thing. Uh, they, they have done the math over at the TV station. Uh, about what it would mean here in Mississippi. Uh, Late December, early to mid-January, sunrise about 7 a.m. This goes into effect December to mid to late January. Sun wouldn't come up until 8. That's the trade-off. On the other hand, on the other end of it, the earliest sunset for Mississippi early December, 4.56. This would bump it out to 5.56. We would take it from 5 to 6 o'clock. So which one do you want to do? Go there in the dark or come home in the dark? There's no way to avoid it. We don't have enough daylight to cover both ends. So that's what the choice comes down to. But again, you've got to remember, we're talking about six weeks, Eight weeks at the most, out of an entire year,
2: where it's really prevalent, yeah
3: that's when you're going to see the biggest impact that people would have a problem with. the rest of it, you know during during the summer and the the early fall months, sun doesn't set until after eight p m
2: yeah, the transitional period wouldn't be
3: too bad. you know who is going to be all for this? I would think Dixie youth coaches. And players, because before that time change kicks in, it helps. It helped when they moved it to the middle of March. Because, you know, for the longest time, it was the first Sunday in April that we sprang forward. So they moved it up a couple of weeks, which is good. March is when all of that is getting into gear. You're picking your teams. You're having your first practices. They have their jamborees at the end of the month in March. Which means if you waited till the kids got out of school, it was dark. And it's really hard to practice baseball in the dark, because it's not like high school or an organized sport where you've got some place with lights on a field. You're in somebody's lot. I know. Ask me how I know. So there are a million different angles you can look at, a million different benefits. Some people are going to be upset. Some people are going to be upset, no matter which way it goes. So again, I just wanted to bring that out, the the actual time calculations for us here in Mississippi, what it would mean, and I still personally am falling on the side of do it. Do it, and let's quit talking about this and move on. There are negatives for some people, and I admit my opinion on this is somewhat colored by the fact that I don't see any negatives for me. What, you make decisions based on something else? It's what we all do. Yeah, kids getting up going to the bus is a problem. I realized that. Kids getting dropped off by the bus after the sun goes down isn't?
2: That's it's kind of baked in. I mean, it is a valid argument, but it's also... That was in the 70s, and if you look at the changes in the way society treats school bus safety, the changes from then to now are stark.
3: From the 662
2: on the C Spire text
3: line, headlight people aren't going to like it. Oh, no, most of the cars now, they come on automatically when you crank it, so you're still going to burn through the same number of bulbs. Maybe it'll cut down on the unofficial laser retina surgery I keep getting from some of these new bulbs. What are those made out of? I thought the Krypton bulbs were bad enough. I have seen a couple of people in pickup trucks in the last month that had two tiny hadron colliders mounted inside their car shooting beams of particles out. Singed the, the you know, paint on my grill. Let's see, uh, several people, uh, several mail carriers weighing in. They're all for it, I can well imagine. Paula Meridian, I'll choose the option of not driving home on I-20 in the evenings with the sun burning my eyes out of my head. Also gives me an extra hour to get home and go deer hunting. Daylight savings time year-round for me. It's a personal value choice. That's what it is, and I I think most people are going to fall into that same camp as Paul. Another suggestion, Johnny down McComb, why not a
2: permanent compromise at 30 minutes? Who was it that sent in, why stop at 30, just screw it all up and change at 33 minutes?
3: Yes, even better. If we're going down, let's go down screaming. I like it. Mike and Richton, opening up an entirely different, yet somehow related can of worms. We baby the kids on the bus way too much now anyway. He then actually uses the phrase, Back in my day, we all had to walk to the bus stop. Nowadays, they drop them off at their front door, so what does it matter if it's dark? Well, there, there is still some walking, but it's not quite the same as it was, Yes. UPS here. I'm for it. Paul in all caps. No compromise. Paul's got enough to deal with. He's not looking for reprogramming his clocks for 33 minutes.
2: I'm with Moe's on this one talking about the headlights. It doesn't help when the back of the truck is squatted, thereby aiming the lights right at you instead of the road.
3: Where was it? I will
2: always maintain that that is the dumbest look on a pickup
3: truck. Yeah, there's one state up there that's going through their legislature right now uh, banning that. It can't be more than, I think, three inches up in the northeast uh, because, well, several reasons. That's one of them. And also, they can't see smaller vehicles and pedestrians in front of them because the front of the truck is lifted up so high. All they see is the hood.
2: Oh, yeah. At the more extreme angles, you're literally at a stoplight looking above the stoplight. Oh, we, we have fully uncorked a
3: vintage bottle of back in my day now. Paula Meridian, yeah, we didn't have A.C. in high school. Yeah, it was one of the Carolinas, Thomas. One of them already has it in place. They call it the Carolina Squat. <laughs> That's literally the modification. That's what they call it up there. Bobby and Batesville, oh, here's a classic. My poor dad had to walk 10 miles to school uphill both ways in the snow. It was dark both when he arrived and when he got home. And he liked it. When he did get home, after he'd done his chores, he was lucky. He got a few minutes
2: to go outside and play with a stick. The old hoop and stick hours of entertainment
3: 601 nope no ac we have the crank out windows i remember those had to turn the crank and the little panes just uh, yeah (laughs) From from the 662 they didn't have enough money to purchase a lift kit for the rear pulling an invisible trailer pretending like they're working Squatted trucks at night kind of pick at my road rage. You and me, buddy, both. You and me, both. We still have to get a winner coming up at some point here. I just realized we've only got half an hour left in the show, so we're going to deal with that sometime in the next 30 minutes in the Element Wealth Studios on Midday's Super Talk Mississippi. Stick around.
5: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, cloudy conditions, then mostly sunny, high near 68. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 47. Your Thursday, mostly sunny, high all the way up to 76. And for your finally Friday, early showers, then partly sunny, high near 71. This weather brought you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since
10: 1871.
15: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Small business owners have been raising wages to attract and retain employees, but there are signs that that trend is starting to plateau. Don McVeigh is with the National Federation of Independent Business.
21: There's not as many reporting that they are raising wages as opposed to how kind of going into the end of last year, that fourth quarter. Um, But we still see about, I think it was about 26% of owners reported that they plan to raise wages in. The coming three months.
15: Those increases, however, are not keeping up with inflation. Legislation that would help individuals that have suffered adverse reactions to COVID vaccines is getting the support of Senator Cindy Hyde Smith. She says she's heard heartbreaking stories from Mississippians whose lives were upended after receiving a COVID vaccine. Data shows that as of March 1st of 2022, with over 7,000 COVID countermeasure claims filed, not one person has received compensation.
3: I have a story associated with this song. We're back in the Element Wealth studios on Middays. A few years ago when there was this whole push to do it during the Super Bowl halftime, and it was a big deal, uh, my son Drake got all involved in it. I said, I've never heard it. So he played it for me. I said, that sounds like a band from the 80s called Jafria. I can't quote exactly what he said, but he replied with, Who in the heck is Jafria? He said, I'm going to look it up. Guess who the singer is on that song? Mississippian, no less. Jafria went into the casino business down the coast. I have their album at home still. From when they had their brief little moment back in the 80s. Uh, What was it? Call to the Heart, I think, was their big hit. Thanks for taking me down that little path. I appreciate it couple of things uh, about current events. Uh, President Biden did come out and announce $800 million more in aid to Ukraine. Um, whole lot of stuff. 800 anti-aircraft systems that were sending anti-tank missiles, uh, javelins and stingers. Uh, still not a no-fly zone. NATO, the UN have all come, and it's a unanimous agreement they are not going to put a no-fly zone in because we're trying to avoid an actual all-out war out of this, so not a surprise. And right now, still no word on sending fighter jets. It's not being talked about. But there's something else. At the announcement, President Biden standing behind the podium, looking like Droopy the dog from the old cartoons. And you would have to see this picture to understand what I'm talking about. Uh, he he said, he pledged, by the way, that the U.S. would continue assisting Ukraine and warned it could be a long and difficult battle. But this picture, you've got Biden there, you've got the Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, to his right, your left as you're looking at the picture, Joint Chiefs of Staff, uh, the head of that. Uh, Millie, uh, Miley over on the right. Everybody that's standing there, you have to see it. I'm not really sure I can even describe the effect that I'm talking about. I don't know if you've seen this picture, Rhino. Uh, They're all standing there with their hands held loosely down by their sides with the weirdest almost leaning forward posture a little bit. They don't look real. It looks like the Hall of Presidents at Disney World. It's the most uncomfortable, unnatural picture I think I have ever seen. Kind of fits in with the administration, I'll admit. But there's no way that all of these people walked out here and decided they were going to stand this exact way. Because like I said, both Lincoln and Millie are standing there with their hands, not a full fist, just loosely kind of cupped, right in front of their legs leaning forward slightly from the waist, just standing there. They look uncomfortable.
2: Well, in fairness, they might have been standing there for over an hour because he was 77 minutes late to his speech. Yeah,
3: but, number one, that should be expected. If I was going to be on a speech with President Biden, I ain't getting there until about 30 minutes after I was told it was going to start because there's no way it's starting on time. But here, and if you're asking the question, Dave, why does it matter how they look in the picture? I'll tell you why it matters. It goes back to what we talked about at the beginning of the show. It's the projection of strength and confidence. I'm not getting that from this picture. It may sound nitpicky to pick apart the postures and the facial expressions in the picture, but it's not. This is a an announcement that everybody is going to see on planet Earth about a major additional support package being sent to Ukraine, talking about a very serious issue, and everybody looks like they're at their first eighth grade dance hoping that a girl doesn't talk to them. That's the energy that you get out of this picture. It does not project strength, it does not project confidence, and it does not project leadership. When I saw this, I'm just shaking my head. I mean at the if they weren't told to stand like this, and everybody just defaulted to this, this bizarre way of doing it, uh, is this the, the feeling in the White House? I mean, you, you, you kind of have to go by it to some extent, don't you? You're looking at it. There it is. And it just doesn't project the things that we need to project, in my opinion. Might be wrong, but I'm not. (laughs) From the 601 on the C Spire text line, you want to see something that projects strength and leadership? Look at Zelensky. He's starting to look like Wolverine. If he does another press conference and uses the word bub, we'll know it's on. Carolyn Starbill, maybe someone should ask Putin, does he want World War III? He's a pit bull running loose, attacking all. It's possible he wants World War III. I think it's more likely. He just doesn't care one way or the other. He wants what he wants. He wants to be, to use a phrase somebody once told me about other people, he wants to be seen, heard, and recognized. That's his goals. He wants what he wants because he wants it. It doesn't have to make sense. Nobody else has to agree with him. It doesn't even have to be legal. He is the spoiled five-year-old at the birthday party that doesn't understand that all of the cake and all of the presents aren't for him. That's his mindset right now.
2: And it hasn't helped the last couple times he's thrown a tantrum. he would got a slap on the wrist instead of a whooping.
3: Yes. He got a timeout in the corner instead of daddy undoing the belt. And eventually, what happens then? We know how that works. Robert N. Clinton obviously has seen the picture now I was talking about. Said Biden looks like Jeff Dunham's Walter. In that picture, he does. The same expression with the downward turned mouth and everything. He, he does. There's a bit of favor there. <sighs> I just the other problem that i have and this just came out at the end of his speech is the fact as i mentioned a second ago he said it could be a long and difficult battle no it can't be within about a week and a half this is going to be over one way or the other either the ukrainians cannot hold out that long or the russians can't sustain it that long that that is the view of many many experts on this situation that have knowledge of how things are on the ground in Ukraine and how things are politically and governmentally inside Russia. They cannot sustain this for a long and difficult battle. The Ukrainians cannot hold out for a long and difficult battle. This was supposed to be over in a week. It's been three. They are overachieving like nobody's business and you gotta love the scrappy underdog that just won't go down. You gotta love them. We're hardwired to love them. But it can't be a long and difficult battle. It's not going to be. Now, the
2: the gen- fallout from the economic sanctions could take years to resolve themselves. Oh, but yeah. The battle itself? No, it, it can't last realistically longer than two more weeks.
3: Yeah, it's just not possible physically for it to last much longer than another week or two. One way or the other, it's going to come to an end. It's Just a simple fact. The repercussions from it? Yeah. That's going to be long and difficult, like Rhino said, with the sanctions and with other things, and with the new era now that we find ourselves in, uh, political tensions and unrest, and possibly the beginnings of a new Cold War. Yeah, that's going to be long and difficult, but that's not the battle. So I have a little bit of a bone to pick with him for phrasing it that way. Again, it may sound nitpicky, But you gotta realize, all of these little tiny things add up to the overall impression. And if enough of the tiny things are out of whack, well, look at it like building something out of Legos. You're gonna build the Death Star Lego set. If you get too many of them missing in the bottom, the wrong ones you either run out of pieces before you get to the top or the whole thing collapses it's the little things that add up to the effects we see from the bigger things so these things are important especially in this situation final segment coming up warm up your texting finger my friend we've got two tickets and they're burning a hole in our pocket so we're going to transfer the, the heat units over to you. Your chance to win tickets to the CPR Fest up next here on Middays on Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Wealth Studios. Keep it here.
17: Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Do you know
3: your indoor air quality score? Today, one in five people suffer from or have allergy or asthma. 90% of homes have indoor air quality problems. Over 25 million Americans suffer from asthma. We spend 90% of our time indoors, and our indoor air quality is two to five times worse than outdoors. Call 1-800-SOLUTIONS today. Green Home Solutions is the best decision you can make towards improving your
10: family's indoor air quality. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do.
14: It's time to take a road trip down to the coast for CPR Fest 20 outside on the grounds of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum Saturday, April 2nd, starring Mississippi's own Three Doors Down live. Three Doors Down with a Ceter. Plus bad flower.
11: Non-point.
14: Deadpool Society. And special guest Giovanni and the Hired Guns.
3: Okay, that's better. Ending on a high note. I like that. Welcome back to the Element Wealth Studios of Midday's here on Super Talk Mississippi. Got some uh Ukrainian action and Russian action going on in the Mississippi legislature today. No, I did not misread that. I am not misstating it. Both the Mississippi House of Representatives and the Mississippi Senate this morning passed resolutions condemning the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Uh, The House passed uh, House Concurrent Resolution 77. The Senate passed Senate Concurrent Resolution 563. Uh, They passed that one unanimously. Using that word more than I have used it in years today, uh, the resolution... Uh, severs all economic, financial, and other connections with Russia and its businesses for the state of Mississippi, including the sale, purchase, distribution, or storage of alcoholic beverages from Russia. We're back to the vodka. The investment of public employees' retirement system assets in businesses or financial institutions owned by Russia, so forth and so on. There's a long list
2: of things. I think that hit Kentucky pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Kentucky or Connecticut? Mm, I want to say Kentucky. I think it was Kentucky. I think it was Kentucky.
3: Uh, The use of Russian vendors for any services or goods for public entities, uh, so forth and so on. Uh, Then it'll be sent to President Biden and the Ukrainian ambassador to the U.S., going to get a copy of our joint resolutions that – are going through the Mississippi legislature today. So I just want to throw that. That's breaking in the last hour. That just popped up. So I wanted to make sure that you were up to date on that. We are quickly running out of time. We need a winner, Rhino.
2: Oh, yeah. we got to give away some tickets. CPR Fest is returning to the grounds of Mississippi Coast Coliseum on Saturday, April 2nd. You'll have three doors down, along with bands like Seether, Bad Flower, and many others, all together for one incredible show. Tickets for the show are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com, or you can swing by the Mississippi Coast Coliseum box office. But right now, you've got a chance to win a pair of tickets to CPR Fest. All you got to do is be the twenty-fifth person to text into the text line, the C Spire text line, that number is 601-879-4395. Be the twenty-fifth person to text in with the phrase kryptonite, and you'll win a pair of tickets to CPR Fest at the Mississippi Coast Coliseum. On April 2nd, we upped it. It's 25. And I like the word
3: better today. Kryptonite, three doors down. Great song. I think that was their first one, wasn't it? Wasn't that their first hit? I want to say that was their first big hit, yeah. I think that's the, the, the one that really sent them off. I'm, I'm uh, really enjoying the various takes on the spelling of the word kryptonite. Doesn't matter. They all count. You're fine. There will be no grades. This does not go on your permanent record. Everything will be fine. Uh, 25th person to text in uh, kryptonite. <laughs> Premature kryptonite. Okay. They got pills for that, Thomas. Just saying. Uh, did see a text just a second ago while we're waiting for the winner to pop up here. Uh, that makes a good point. Dan in Tate County texted in said, Y'all know that not all Russians are bad, right? We talked about this yesterday because I told the story of a buddy of mine from Mississippi, born and raised here, grew up here, lived here, joined the military, wound up living in Russia with his wife and his kids and her family. Know him real well, good buddy of mine. Uh, And I talked about some of the things he'd been telling me about what he had seen. Yes, we're well aware that not all Russians are bad. There's a big chunk of them that want this to stop, didn't want this to start to begin with. But the move is from everybody to go against all things Russian comes from two places. Number one, it's a bit of bandwagon jumping for some folks. But more importantly, there is an actual purpose for it because if you put enough pressure on the Russian people, they can bring an end to this without World War III breaking out. That's that's the purpose. I know it sounds cold. I know it sounds awful, because there are a lot of innocent people in Russia caught up in this. But it's how this part of the game is played sometimes. So I, I agree with you. I know people on the ground in Russia, five miles outside of Moscow, right now. And I agree with you 100%. But that's the reasoning behind all of these moves, and it is a good reasoning that is designed to try to save some lives and prevent World War III. Now, those are worthy goals, I'm afraid. I hate to say it, but they are worthy. Do we have a winner right now? We do, just waiting to confirm. Oh, baby. Okay, that's a, uh, did Siri let you down? Uh, you can stop texting. We got the winner. Somebody texted in instead of kryptonite, Christmas light. That's close enough. I think we would have counted that one. I don't know. It depends on how cranky Rhino is. It's late in the show. He's getting tired. You never know. But that wasn't the 25th, so it's a moot point. Enjoyed it? Pet a ball as always? I don't know about you. I'm headed for French fries. Nobody to blame but myself. Have fun. Gerard will be back in the Element Wealth Studios tomorrow. My friend, see you again soon. A
0: Super Talk Mississippi Media
11: Production.